hi welcome to airplanes and anecdotes i'm jazz i'm sarah and um today we're going to talk about uh, how to prepare yourself for travel uh but before we get into that i just want to do a quick coronavirus disclaimer um so we're recording this on april 4th so obviously we're still in the midst of the covid 19 pandemic Because of that, we wanted to give you a brief disclaimer. Um, We're a travel podcast, but we want it to be clear that we're not encouraging people to travel right now. It's not safe. Everyone should be in their houses, practicing social distancing, unless you have an essential job. Um, You know, so don't take our travel tips and go out in the world right now. And don't email us all mad thinking we're encouraging people to travel right now because we are not. Um, So there's that. And we also know that this is a lonely and scary time for many people so we're hoping that we can bring even a small amount of joy into people's lives or help them forget for just a little bit about everything that's happening um, by listening to our podcast Um, with that said just use our tips to be um, inspired to travel after this has all passed we don't know when that will be um, but I know we're all looking forward to resuming our daily lives um, however they will be after this is all done um We also want to shout out the nurses, doctors, grocery store workers, sanitation workers, restaurant workers, and all other essential workers right now who are out there on the front lines, you know, keeping us safe and, you know, making sure we have food and, you know, doing amazing um, in really difficult conditions and sometimes, you know, with companies who aren't treating them well. So if you're listening to this, we appreciate you. We have you in our thoughts um, as you go about your extremely important work. And also shout out to the loved ones of essential workers. Uh, My mom is a nurse and I understand the anxiety and fear many of you are dealing with day to day. Um, You're not alone. So we're going to get through this. And yeah, and we're here to talk about travel and, you know, get inspired to travel after this is all done, hopefully. So let's jump in. All right. Well said. Well said. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, it's been a very trying time um mm-hmm. i have a family friend who was tested positive who's also a nurse so oh. it's so scary yeah it's pretty hectic but like sarah said we're hoping to at least distract everyone for a little bit yeah all right now today we wanted to talk about things that basically like what you should do before you want to travel my biggest tip to everyone is to research. Basically, you want to research everything as much as you can. Like any little question you have, search it up. Anything you want to know, basically, you can find it on the internet. It's true. Yeah. I yep. tend to I tend to use YouTube for like my main source of information for like planning my travel. Because you can find a whole bunch of, like, local sources and you can also find, like, transportation. Yeah. I think, you know, before you even decide to go anywhere, um, you should really do research on where you're trying to go, too, just to, like, make sure that that's a place you definitely want to go and see if there's anything you need to know before you make the decision to travel. Mm. Um, yeah, but as you're planning your trip, like, YouTube is such a great resource. Um, I... I personally usually forget about youtube and jazz is the one who is always like on youtube finding like cool stuff for Mm -hmm. us to know about our trips or to like you know like a food to try um 
I normally use Google and I just like Google search wherever we're going to see like things we should do or like different information about um, a location that we're going. Um, Jazz, I don't know if this is true, but did you, when we went to Amsterdam the first time, I feel like mm-hmm. we found a video of Albert Hein on YouTube and we didn't know oh, Albert Hein yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. So I, <laughs> I watched a video of a Dutch girl doing like a vlog. Yeah. And she was talking about like things you can get like as souvenirs in the grocery stores. Which sounds crazy, but Albert yeah. Hein is the best grocery store in the universe. Yes. We actually have basically a whole episode coming up. Yes. On Albert Hein. Yes. Alone. And we will talk about many things related to it. And we'll talk about why we're so obsessed with a grocery store. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I just another like, go ahead. I just remembered that, that like you showed me that video and then we ended up going to Albert Hein and falling in love with the grocery yeah. store. Yeah, but that's another little like tip too. If you are someone who likes to bring souvenirs back, you can actually check out the local grocery stores. Surprisingly, they have like a decent amount of like, like quick little souvenirs, like souvenirs. <laughs> Souvenir. Souvenirs, <laughs> like if you're someone who likes to bring back tote bags or like, yes. like like site specific sweets or yeah. pastries and stuff like that, you can find all that in a grocery store, and it's yeah. a lot cheaper than getting it from the souvenir shops or it's true, like the airport. Yeah, yeah, I love my Alpine um, tote bag. I use it for my groceries, and it's in Dutch, and I just every time I use it, I just get so happy, and it's good for the environment too. But then it just reminds me of Albert Heijn and. You know, does the heart well as I'm shopping, which I haven't been able to use it now, but you know, that's okay. I will break it out again when this is done. Yeah. I kind of wish I got one, but I think I'm going to get one when we go back. Yeah, we'll definitely get one. I'm going to get another one. So, yeah. So, anyway, anyway, um, yeah, Albert Hines is going to be peppered into our episodes probably somehow. So, we apologize. But hopefully, yes. when you listen to our episode on food and Amsterdam and Albert Hein, uh, you will begin to understand why we love it so much. Yes. So. <laughs> but yeah. okay. Anyway, back to searching <laughs> before you travel. Um, yeah. Yeah. And another, another thing you want to do is like while you're researching, you want to make like, kind of like a itinerary for yourself personally sarah and i we tend to make a loose itinerary more more than likely it's going to be like a bullet point list basically yeah. of things that we would want to do while we're there and each day we kind of wake up and we're like eh, i kind of feel like doing this and that today yeah. and we basically plan out our trips that way however if it works better for you to like plan it down to the minute like you do that yeah do what you gotta like, do yes this is your trip do what you like yeah um yeah we we use like we call it a suggested itinerary so like mm-hmm. for example we'll like put put the days we're there and then like put a bullet point like today we're gonna go we could go to the Rijksmuseum, museum van gogh museum or we could go do the heineken experience and then mm-hmm. we'll see how we're feeling that day like if we don't feel like walking through a museum or like I don't know, whatever, you know, whatever we're feeling, then we'll choose from that list. Um, that way, it also helps to not be overwhelmed because when you're in a new place, you want to like see everything and you only have so many hours in the day and you'll be tired also. Just traveling makes you tired. Um, so I think yeah. having like a 
go-to list, either like a suggested list or like a detailed planned out list is very helpful, um, you know, to not overwhelm yourself when you're somewhere new and exciting. Yeah. And another little tip that we just found out in our last trip, um, if you get to a place and you're feeling a little tired, bring some chlorophyll, some liquid (laughs) chlorophyll. Yeah. Okay. Yes. um, I... I'm just excited. Yeah, I someone recommended it to me, and it. I wasn't really expecting expecting it to work as well as it did. It worked well. I don't, yeah, so we took it on our our last trip to Italy, and when we as soon as we got into our Airbnb, I made Sarah drink a cup of this. First of all, it looks. It's first of all, it's green. Like yes, it's green. it's hunter green. It looks like um like a witch's elixir. Yes, which made me want to drink it more though. Well, yeah, okay. describe it that way. But it's it's a it's like a little alarming. <laughs> yeah, but it actually but so has a nice minty flavor. Yeah, it's liquid chlorophyll, and the one I get, I got the one from Whole Foods. It's like a little dropper, and it has like a hint of spearmint in it, I believe. Yeah, and you just put a whole like the put a drop. There's 15 drops or so, yeah. basically the whole dropper, yeah, into a cup of water. Chug it, and you go out and live your life. And it's supposed to like help you, like maintain energy and stuff like yeah. that. And it like helps with um, jet lag and stuff like that. Yeah, and it worked well for us. It did so. actually, which was great. Yeah, and it's only like eight dollars at Whole Foods. You could probably get it somewhere else. Um, but I got it. Yeah, whole- I when I came back home, I got it from Whole Foods. Um, it's mm-hmm. also like good for your digestive system or something. Like mm-hmm. it has and your immune system and your immune system. So yeah, if you, you know, like get some liquid cor- liquid chlorophyll, it's great. Mm-hmm. We're basically just giant plants, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's a All good. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the suggested itinerary thing or even just planning is just super duper helpful before you go. So you can spend most of your time like doing things instead of trying to figure out what to do Mm -hmm. while you're there. So yeah. Yeah. And then probably the second to last thing you want to do before you go on your trip is to figure out your currency situation. Yeah. Um, whether Whether you're going to a place that has like atms regularly available or if you actually need to pull out cash before you get there yeah um i would probably again research that and see which one would be your best bet if oh sorry oh go ahead i was just gonna say like see what your bank does like see what your bank's um exchange rate is and like what their terms Mm -hmm. are for using your card internationally um Mm -hmm. you have a bank with a good um what sort of looking for international fee yes a good like international fee like i use ally bank and their fees are like very reasonable so i have my own since we travel so much i have a travel checking account um that i just use for traveling um Mm. and very reasonable um we first we started using the travel x cards um and then we just found that, you know, with with the fees that they charge and stuff, that using our own debit cards are okay because of how reasonable both of our banks are. So, yeah, can- I I have two um, two different credit union accounts, like checking accounts, regular checking accounts, and 
one charges me 3% for international fees and the other charges me 1%. So I usually just go with my card. Um, but one thing you should definitely do is when you're taking out money out of a foreign ATM machine, oh, yeah. decline the conversion because yeah. the your bank will give you a better rate than the ATM's true conversion rate. Jazz used to work in a bank, so she knows this. So this is like legit information. <laughs> yeah. I learned uh, as much information as I could from that bank <laughs> in the short amount of time I was there. <laughs> But you did learn a lot. Yeah, I was there for like five months, and I had to get out because people and their money is. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Anyway, but yeah, that's um, like a really good tip. Decline the conversion. Yes. Yeah. Um. So certain ATMs will tackle an extra fee, like Euronet. Ugh, Euronet. Euronet machines usually yeah. tackle on like an extra three euro. Yeah. Fee. But a lot of times it's still cheaper than getting like one of those um, travel currency yeah. cards yeah. and having to deal with their fee on on top of the bank's fees and all this other yeah nonsense. Yeah, and if um, your your bank will have um, like an ATM fee reimbursement, like Ally has that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like yeah. as a plug, like just get an Ally checking account to make your life easier when you travel, because I've had pretty good experiences with it. Mm. but yeah hopefully yeah like Euronet does charge like three dollars but yeah hopefully your bank reimburses you and then you don't have yeah. to worry about it mm-hmm. actually charge you three euros uh my bad so <laughs> yeah and then let's say you're going to a country that does not have atms readily available that you might want to just make a stop into your local bank and take out money before you even go on your trip because you'll get a better again you'll get a better conversion rate at your bank than you would at the airport if you had to take out money there yeah um so you might have to stop and get currency before you get on the plane to begin with yeah Um, and that's why researching is so important mm -hmm. so you can figure that out also um one thing that we don't have on our list that I think we should talk about is like your cell phone, like figuring out what service you have with your cell phone. Mm. Um, like I have T-Mobile and I'm really lucky because like I don't pay extra for an international plan and literally anytime I land somewhere, um, it just goes to the whatever service it is in that country and I don't pay mm-hmm. like, an additional fee unless I'm talking on the phone. Um, I think their plan is like really generous in terms of international um but i know like other i'm not i think like at&t charges you a certain amount for the time you're um abroad or something i did it one yeah, time i think they're by day right yeah i think i i was away i, I think the first time we went to amsterdam i was with at&t and yeah I, think I paid like 90 dollars uh yeah i think i don't quite remember but then i broke my phone in paris and then I just switched to T-Mobile <laughs> and so then it was fine so I've never had to deal with that again so you know if you have T-Mobile like you're good yeah I have Sprint and I have the same exact situation basically um I go wherever and when I land I get the same text message it's like oh hey you're here so just let you know text and like data is free yeah. If you call, I think it's like 25 cents a minute or something like that, mm-hmm. or like 10 cents a minute. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, however, they do slow 
my data down. Oh, do they? When I'm you're when I'm abroad. Yeah. I, yeah. Complain about that. Um, yeah. I hear, like, if you're someone who travels all the time, I hear Google Fi is a good option. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you get the same service everywhere. Like, they just connect to whatever tower is closest to you. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, I only have access to these towers or I only have access to this tower. Like Google Fi is kind of like a worldwide network. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who uses it now and he says it's so far so good. I will get back to you when he is going, like whenever he travels to like a bunch of countries. But right now he says it's pretty good. That's cool. That's good to know. Where is he, do you know where he's traveled so far, where it's worked? Um, He was in... I was about to say Zimbabwe. Oh, God. <laughs> Zanzibar. Oh, cool. He was in Zanzibar, and um, he was basically he was in a lot of places in Africa. Okay. And then he came back, and he didn't have to, like, worry about his phone, like, taking times to switch networks or anything like that. He said it was perfectly fine. Oh, that's great. Cool. So that's yeah. a good option for people who, you know, travel a lot. Yeah. All right, and then the very last thing you want to do before you travel is pack. (laughs) And I get a lot of flack for the way that I do it. So, a lot of flack from me, let's be clear. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to point anybody out, but yes. It's okay. All right. Usually from Sarah. Jazz is okay. I'm just going to say this Jazz is such an efficient packer, and it's really amazing. And honestly, I'm jealous. But I'm just going to just say a brief anecdote um, here, because the first time Jazz and I traveled together abroad, um, we met at our train station to get the bus to go um, to the airport. And Mm -hmm. I like rolled up with like my roll. It was a small suitcase, uh, like a rolling suitcase. I feel like, did I have my, no, I don't. Did I have my black bag? Yeah, you had your, you had I don't know if you had your black bag, but I know you had pack and a personal. The, oh, actually, you did have a big bag because remember, I was carrying it in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so I had like my carry-on suitcase, and then like my big black bag that's also like a carry-on sized, and then like my backpack. So I mean, we were going for ten days, so I had enough, and I had enough space to like bring souvenirs back. Uh, jazz. I see her and I'm like, where is your luggage? And she just had like a small backpack, which apparently is bigger than I remembered, but mm-hmm. it was still, like smaller than. And I had my tote bag too. And your tote bag and your purse. But I was just like a tote bag, like that you take to the grocery store. Like, yeah. But I would like to be, I like to point this out. I did tell her, hey, I'm only bringing my backpack and my tote bag. I thought it was like a big backpack. to me it was a normal size backpack (laughs) but anyway so yeah so jazz is just like a very efficient packer and she had everything that she needed uh and you know that was great for her um yeah but i get cursed out a lot for this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i've gotten i've gotten used to jazz's packing i I was very shocked at first um because not because we, we, we were going for like a weekend trip we were going for like 10 days but anyway, um, anyway, so Jazz is a good packer. So listen to her advice. Um, I should listen. To, I have, I've gotten better as a packer, I think. 
Um, yeah, you bring less stuff now, especially now that you're retiring that big black bag. Well, now I need to find a new bag. I don't know what to Preferably do. Preferably one that rolls. Yeah, I will get one that rolls because my shoulders hurt all the time. You're right. You're right. I just love that bag because I could I stuffed so much stuff in there all the time. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> Rest in peace. That bag has been through a lot. Yeah. Anyway. But so I first let me preface this. Okay. This only works if you have a if you have access to a washing machine. Yeah. Midway through your trip. That's true. Which I make sure I have access to a washing machine. Yeah. At some point during my trip. So, would I make sure I, that I pack in my suitcase? Of course, I have like the essentials like shower gel and um, all sorts of like personal care items. But clothing wise, I only pack usually a pair of jeans, a long skirt, sometimes a short skirt. A short sleeve t-shirt, a turtleneck most of the time, and a dress. And I make sure I have underwear for the whole time and socks for the whole time. Because just in case that washer doesn't work, I need to have underwear and socks. Very important. Um, yeah, so basically I can mix, mix and match my shirts and my bottoms. I can wear my dress whenever I want. And usually by the fifth day or so I wash my clothes and yeah. I just do it all over again yeah it's true and I'm fine I'm, I'm a witness to this it's true yeah. yeah having a washer and dryer in like your airbnb or you know yeah your airbnb we're gonna go into mm-hmm. that the next uh, episode but having a washer and dryer like available while you're traveling is really super helpful in limiting how mm-hmm. much you pack so yeah and if it's not inside your Airbnb, just look for like a local laundromat. Yeah. They exist they do. everywhere, basically. They, you know, you can do that too. Yeah. My problem with packing is that like, I don't know how I'm going to feel. So like I bring options for myself because sometimes I'm, you know, I'm feeling like wearing something or I might not feel it. And I, you know, you just don't know. So I want to mm. have enough available. And then that's how I tend to overpack. But I have gotten better. So... Um, yeah, I don't I don't do that. I bring one pair of shoes and I'm like this matches with all of my outfits. True. This is fine. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I've got yeah, I've actually I think when we went to Italy I only brought two pairs of shoes. No, I brought three. Mm-hmm. I brought three, but we didn't end up going out, so Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um personally my packing has gotten better. Like when we travel, I only take like like a personal item, which is my backpack and like my carry-on um and so for me that's efficient so I'm getting so Jazz thinks I don't pack efficiently but I will say when I go sometimes I'll I'll leave uh for vacation from work um so I bring my bags with me to work uh, and my coworkers will always question how much I have for the amount of time that I'm going because they don't think that I pack enough so I'm getting very mixed messages on uh my packing uh but I will mm-hmm. say if you you can say if you so Jazz and I obviously get the lowest fare of plane tickets mm-hmm. that we can. That's why we're able to travel so much. We find cheap fares um, and we save because we don't um, check bags normally. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if we're trying to save on travel, like packing efficiently is 
really helpful because then you don't have to check your bag. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, but, also, like, make sure you have it pack for you. Like, make sure you have enough stuff for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, make sure you pack your medicine or, like, whatever. Like, you have to just make sure you have enough to sustain yourself for however long you mm-hmm. are wherever you're going. Yeah. And pack for the weather. Check the weather before yes. you start packing, actually. Check the weather like a week before you're supposed to go. Yeah. Because we've made that mistake before and Paris was like 20 degrees hotter than it was supposed to be. I was fine with that, but yeah. Yeah, it was definitely hot. It was yes. nice, though. It's quite enjoyable. I was wearing a turtleneck in like 80 degree weather. <laughs> she was pissed. But <laughs> <laughs> I had to go buy I think I bought a dress. You did. You did. Um, so, all right. Um, well, talk about. Sorry. Go ahead. Just real quick. We didn't talk about flights and buying flights. We can talk about flights. Yeah. I think I component oh, go ahead. of preparing yourself for travel is getting cheap airfare so you can spend money on treating yourself and food and fun stuff while you're at your destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when we're looking at flights, I tend to just find cheap flights. Um, yeah, it's true. What I can say is it's true that there are days where flights are definitely cheaper. Um, I I, pre- I pretty much find the best flights on like Tuesdays, like specifically Tuesdays, <laughs> around like 8 to 10 in the morning for some reason. Yeah. I think I bought our cheapest tickets I'm pretty sure they're all on a Tuesday between yeah. 8 and 10 a.m. I feel like definitely you have. Like our ticket to um, – we just went to Italy, which is – well, not just yeah, – I guess just. Um, yeah. Anyway, we were there when the coronavirus stuff started hitting Italy, which was scary. But anyway, we were just there. Mm. Um, our ticket round trip from Newark Airport to Rome was $308, uh, Mm -hmm. which is an amazing- non flights. Non-stop. Yeah, we try not to do layovers because we don't like them. But um, yeah, that's so cheap. So then we were able to spend money on like an Airbnb and like Mm -hmm. a hotel in Rome. Yeah, even when we do like multiple destination trips, like we went to um, Paris for the weekend and then to Greece and then back home. Yeah. All of those flights were about $500 in total. Yeah. And they were all nonstop flights. So we flew into Paris and then spent the weekend in Paris, flew into Greece, flew to spent San the Fran. week in Greece, and then came home all nonstop flights. Yeah. For $500. Yeah. Um, we travel with Norwegian often. Um, Norwegian mm-hmm. is a low cost, long haul airline. Mm-hmm. They're really great. Um, however, we just got an email from them that they're seems like they're going on a hiatus. They're going on a hiatus. It's this is a really really tough time for airlines. Um, obviously. Yeah, you and know, they were already like a little in danger. Time. I actually did. So I'm a I'm getting my master's in business, and my project for my um, financial analysis class was doing a financial analysis of Norwegian. Um, mm. and it was really interesting and it like, it's just really sad that they, it just seems like, you know, they've been trying so hard to like have sustainable, to have like a sustainable profit and they just haven't mm. been able to because of external factors. And also their mm. model is not really the best for, you know, making profit. It's costly to operate an airline. 
Um, so mm. it's just sad that they're yeah, but-, but I hope it saves them money and they can still operate because it's such a good um it's just such a good company for consumers who can't spend that much money on mm-hmm. traveling because you can get a you can get a flight for so cheap to like wherever in Europe, which is yeah, Europe- and it wasn't like a spirit flight. Yeah, it no, was it's a, a flight. Like it's a like probably one of the better flights we've been on. Yeah, my boyfriend actually. So I bought our tickets. We went to Italy last year. Um, he mm-hmm. we flew in a Norwegian plane, a Dreamliner, on the way home, and he he was like, "Are we in first class?" And I was like, "No, we have the lowest fare on this plane." <laughs> but mm-hmm. um. Yeah, like their planes are so nice. The Dreamliners, they have they yeah. have kind of wet lease planes, but their Dreamliners are so nice, um, so comfortable. They do like air filtration mm-hmm. where that like helps you not feel so jet lagged when you land. Have so much space in your seat. Like I'm a big girl, and yeah. I had extra space. I was so yeah. comfortable. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. Yeah, and also the staff is pretty nice like no matter where you go they're always nice and kind to you it's true Um, we love so i truly hope that norwegian is able to bounce back after this because that is legitimately my favorite long-haul airline same yeah we've um we flew actually we didn't fly with norwegian to italy and i kind of have regrets um yeah a little bit just a little bit yeah i'll Um, just feel bad because i feel loyal to them but the, the ticket was so cheap we flew with united and it was a really cheap ticket Mm-hmm. um yeah it's a helpful to see where your like where an airline has a hub so like newark is one of united's hubs so like tickets mm-hmm. are cheaper from newark um yeah wherever so i mean if you do a little bit of research you can and you have flexibility with what airport you can go to then you can find mm-hmm. a fare yeah and i also want to say the only reason why we didn't fly with norwegian is because we didn't want to make the trip out to jfk yeah which is um a, it's a hike so. Yeah, they just stopped flying out of Newark yeah. to cut costs. Basically, they're yeah. trying to save the airline. They are. Um, I'm just I'm praying. Yeah, so they stopped flying out of Newark and only JFK. Yeah, but Newark so, is so, oh, so accessible for us. Yeah. But it's fine. Well, like I said, I just I hope they make it out of this because we are loyal Norwegian. <laughs> We definitely love her. Yeah, we love them. Um, yeah. Um, so. But yeah, so basically after after that whole speech. <laughs> basically, yeah. To Norwegian. Yeah. Don't buy your tickets on a weekend. Don't buy yeah. them on Friday. Don't buy them on Saturday. They spike around that time, of course, because it's payday and everyone's trying to make their plans on the weekends. Buy them during the week in the daytime. Usually they are cheaper. Yeah, I will. I will say I have not tried to buy a ticket since the coronavirus kind of has everything on lockdown. So I'm not sure about the prices now. But once everything hopefully bounces back, yeah, that's that. That has been my yeah. My those are my good luck days. Basically Tuesday and sometimes Wednesday. Yeah, I'm really actually curious to see how how the airline tickets will be um oh i have a whole theory but we don't have time for that but yeah i think that'll work out let's hope it works out for norwegian yeah we're hoping you know and if anyone's flying like if you 
have any experience with Norwegian you want to tell us about, like, please do. Or if you're not sure if you want to fly Norwegian, hopefully they pull through. Talk mm-hmm. to us about it. We'll we'll give you like the real our real experience. We do like them, but we have had some like interesting experiences with them as well. Yes. Um, but overall, they're a really good airline, as you know, as airlines go, because you know, mm-hmm. you know, I have feelings okay. about these big companies, but. Whatever. Are there any other tips you wanted to talk about or um I don't think so. I don't think All right. so. um but if you guys have any tips for us or you know you have something that you use that we didn't discuss here, like please let us know. Um mm-hmm. so we can, you know, relay that to our listeners who um might be traveling. And also like right now our listeners are like my dad and our friends. So we can tell my dad and our friends your tips. <laughs> so. Yeah. so if you actually want to like send a tip or any topics you want to want us to talk about our way, just feel free to send us a tweet on Twitter or yes. comment on our last post on Instagram. Yeah. Both are A and A pod. True. And we'll definitely get back to you. True. Yeah. We, um, we just opened those. So don't be alarmed. We have like three followers. It's us. Um, follow us too if you want. We would appreciate it. You don't have to. If you just want to like tweet at us, that's fine. Um, but don't be alarmed that we only have three followers. We're legit. It's just us. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please check out our next episode. It should be out next week. Yeah. Thanks All for right. listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening. Music by Judah Kim. You can find him at Judah Kim Music on Instagram and Judah Kim at Spotify. 